I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. Linning at different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Hard to believe I made something from nothing. No hindsight discussions. I've been writing, I love it. Welcome to the Three Gig Sports Podcast, where we are never wrong, but sometimes a little misinformed. This is Danny G sitting alongside Jimmer and Rio today, and we have a lot of changes amongst coaches, a lot of fun shit that is going on today. So basically what we're going to talk through today is kind of a recap of just anything and everything going on in the sports world. And we're going to save our weekend picks for all of the college football championship games and NFL games for our Friday episode. So with that said, Jimmer, let's get it going, baby. I just think we need to take a second to appreciate the dance moves that were just uh, orchestrated by Rio over here. Uh, Shout out to my guy, Miles, who said apparently like I didn't. I wasn't jamming out enough beginning at the song, so no. <laughs> okay. I was just turning it up. Just tearing it up. There we go. All right, we're going to get over into some NFL injuries, some news, all kinds of crazy crazy shit been going on. Giants quarterback Daniel Jones has a strained neck after a hard hit he took in the Eagles game and couldn't miss Sunday's game against the Dolphins. Their backup quarterback is none other than Mike Glennon. Who? <laughs> uh, nine wins not happening. <laughs> nine all, wins, not with that got, one, right? That's all I gotta say. No, I'm not that. sold on that one either. Ouch. <laughs> yes, Saquon will be back, right? But he's been, he's been, he's been, been back. But it, it has he should be feel. healthier. You'd hope, yeah. right? But I think uh, what I heard today was the last time Glennon won was 2017. Won a game in the. He might have only played one game that year, though. Yeah, like he may be like Nick Foles esque. I don't know. He may lead them to a Super Bowl. Oh, here we go. Bold prediction. No, I did not go that far. I'm not going that far. A five shot whiskey wager. (laughs) Five shot. Let's see what else we got. Other injuries: 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel and linebacker Fred Warner out one to two weeks with groin and hamstring injuries, respectively. Danny. Yeah, this hurts the Niners pretty bad. It hurts my fantasy team for sure. That's just another <laughs> big boy that I have hurt. Uh, but let, can we talk about this for a second? The running backs, as soon as you basically become a running back for the Niners, you're just you're hurt. You get hurt, right? <laughs> All of them. And so you- They move Debo over from the number one receiver in the league to a running back, and he gets hurt. Jesus. So you th- you hoping that they don't take him back to running back when he comes back? Then? Yeah, they just need to keep him out wide receiver. And that'll knock uh, Mr. Ayuk down a little bit, too. So. You need to stop yep. that. Yep. that. I need that. I, my, my wide receivers are looking highly skeptical right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. We have the bigger ones, too. Uh, Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey to miss the rest of the NFL season with an ankle injury. Tears on my face because I dropped Hubbard. I know, and thank God you were so busy this weekend that you didn't put it in, so I got Chubba Hubbard finally. Oh yeah, I missed. I know. Yeah. I was like, "Thank God he's I busy." It. Yeah, yep. that's the only. I was like, "There's no way." I'm like, "This dude, Rio's got to be busy," because you're ahead uh, of me in the waiver <laughs> order too. I know. I've been saving it, and I just didn't get on there. Yeah, that's like, everything uh, going on. Yeah. Apparently, nobody did. I I picked up the guy I was after. I just grabbed Galladay. But you, how many people did you? I get? I picked up at least three guys that probably should have been picked up. 
in the waiver order. As in, like I even got the tight end for the Raiders. They're projecting friend and um, Darren Waller's out, and then he started getting after he left that game. This dude, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, I got it right here, actually. Uh, Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Started getting a bunch of targets in that game. So, I was like, I'm surprised. But I picked up, like, Chubba Hubbard, uh, Foster Moreau. Kicker isn't a big deal. But then I got the running running back for the Vikings, their second one, so – Madison was out? No, not Madison. The second oh, one. Oh, okay. The second gotcha. one. I'm not saying I'd start him. It's just like whatever happens, which is also coming into my other news. Uh, Dalvin Cook suffers torn labrum in week 12 loss to the 49ers and is out indefinitely. Yeah. Uh, reports keep saying week to week. It's back and forth. Yeah. Yes. And then, of course, Mike Zimmer, who's really bad with injury stuff, like he doesn't know how to tell people shit or he thinks he's being sly, says day to day. So here's the thing. I had labrum surgery. I tore my labrum. Um, he can play through it, definitely. Like I said, I was working and stuff. Like, it made it extremely hard to swing a hammer and do anything pretty much with my right arm. Uh, but he could play through it. Now, the the concern th- is the dislocation that happened. Yep. So when he got hit, it dislocated his shoulder. And when that happened, then it tore his labrum. So that's the the dislocation part is going to be the one that's going to be real worrisome. Yeah, he should be able to play through that labrum I, tear. I think it's his off shoulder. Now, when I say off shoulder, you know his dominant hand is his right hand. I do believe. I think this is his left because that's the first one he grabbed when he went down. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact. I'm just saying what I see on the field when he started grabbing for it. That being said, it's not quite like a quarterback where you can sit there and play with that. You need to be able to swap the ball from hand to hand too. Yeah. So we'll see how she goes, but. Uh, Brown's right tackle, Jack Conklin, out for the rest of the season because of a torn patellar tendon uh, after one game back Yeah, from coming from the high. Wow. Uh, the Browns just can't find any shred of luck when it comes to their health for sure. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy test positive for COVID-19, I think with like 90% of the other team, uh, of the rest of the team, I should say. Uh, defense coordinator Dan Quinn to serve as the interim coach. I uh, did see your boy is back. Coop, but they look like Cooper is going to Coop, be back. Cooper could be. He hasn't practiced yet, but they're saying that he that he should be back too. Yep. But you got CD. I think CD is supposed to be back. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, McCarthy, Dan Quinn. Okay, Antonio Brown will be out at least the next two weeks with the same ankle sprain that has kept him out since week six. Yeah, he was tearing it up. He was. um, Showing a lot of uh, rapport with old Tom Brady there. and Definitely a weapon that uh, Tom was looking to. I I think they're still okay with, you know, um, Godwin and Mike Evans and Gronk being back now. Gronk being back is huge. Evans, I think, is battling. I don't have this in here, but I think he's battling uh, back spasms. He left that game for a little bit um, during the game-tying and winning drive, I do believe. I don't know if he – I haven't seen uh, an update, I guess. I don't know if he's going to. But either way, they have so many weapons there. It isn't like – Yeah, Gronk coming back was big for my fantasy team, I tell you. Yeah. A guy that can put up 20 at the tight end spot. Yeah, right. uh, he always has eyes for him. So, yeah. um, let's see. DeAndre Swift may miss multiple weeks due to shoulder, uh, as the Lions are keeping a cautious approach. Obviously, when you have no victories on the season, maybe you do try to take care of the future a little bit. Yeah. 
especially when you talk about your best player, right? Like, well, what do you mean, golf? I thought we were talking about DeAndre Swift. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, is that DeAndre, another future Hall of can, Fame quarterback? Can, <laughs> can Can you also take direct snaps? Because hundred <laughs> <laughs> right. percent. Uh, if you have Jamal Williams, you should be rolling him out. That's for sure. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, okay. LeBron James and health and safety protocols and will miss several games while being out at least 10 days. Lakers are seven and four with him and four and seven without him. He did claim during the, so the NBA is very weird about theirs. I, I, I don't know if I should say weird, but they have a very strict protocol. So he says that he has been vaccinated, not immunized. Doesn't doesn't matter. So with theirs, not only do you have to be 10 days and then symptom free, like most places, you also need to go through a what did I read? He has to go through um, like basically like a physical to make sure his heart and uh, lungs are good afterwards, too. So it's a bare minimum of 10 days, even with the shot. That's tough for the Lakers, man. Shit. They've already had a little rough outing this year. So. Yeah. And I can't quite get the continuity down when you keep breaking up this this uh, play time, you know. Right. Uh, he all-star center Bam Adebayo to have surgery for torn ligament and right thumb and expected to be out four to six weeks. Yeah, it's a big one. That Huge. Is. That, uh. That team, that team's been rolling too this year. They've been so playing really well. Missing yeah. one of your key cogs is always big. Uh, Blazers Damian Lillard out at least ten days after MRI, MRI confirms lower abdom, abdominal tendinopathy. Yeah, go ahead and figure that word out. But it's an, an abdominal strain. Yeah, some kind. Oh, we have a boatload of baseball here, gentlemen. Signings. Actually, I missed a little bit on the football. Hold on. Uh, NFL. Jaguars coach Urban Meyer not interested in leaving NFL for college football jobs, including the Notre Dame job. Believe him? I think you keep your options open no matter what. So, no. So, no. <laughs> you know, it all comes down to, I mean, look what Lincoln Riley get, got. I mean, are we going to cover that later? But... <clears throat> so Lincoln Riley got $110 million. I can't remember the years. But then he got basically a $1 million um, bonus because they bought both of his houses in Oklahoma. Um, bought him a $6 million house in Southern California. He's uh, his, family, his family can use unlimited personal time in the private jet with his, for his family. What? Yeah, so... Dude, this deal. Yeah, if they're is, if they're tossing stuff like that, why? Oh, hold on. That on. is a way better deal than whatever that Bucks fan got for that damn football, oh, bro. Hell yeah! yeah. Like, dude, Jesus. I'm not even talking about the contract. I'm talking about all the excess stuff. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. To be fair, that million dollar house in Oklahoma probably costs six million dollars, and so it's probably a similar house, but California is so much more expensive. But then the private jet and everything too. Holy hell, man! Yeah. Jesus. That that deal. Well, since we're on the subject. That moved really quick, by the way. Oh, yeah, it did. Like overnight, basically. There has been some shade thrown, and it is awesome. First off, I don't know what the running count is up to um, commits and people that are actually playing at Oklahoma right now that have 
uh, decommitted. I know they gained the their a five star recruit to USC. What's his name? Malachi something. Um, he pulled he pulled out of uh, the Ohio the Oklahoma deal and went over there. But um, there's uh, some jabs. It was like what he say like in his introductory press conference. Lincoln Riley. He said something like, "This is going to be legendary." Yeah, legendary. And then a D line that stayed committed to Oklahoma goes. Yeah, we're just telling us the same thing a couple days ago. <laughs> oh, boy. yeah, I love it. Yeah. So this Oklahoma, this thing's getting a little ugly down there. I mean, there's no warning to anything, and uh, I don't know. Uh, continuing on with that, Cowboys defensive tackle Tristan Hill suspended two games for punching Las Vegas Raiders offensive guard John Simpson. <laughs> so I don't know if you yeah. saw this. I did. Okay, I know. I'm sure you did. I didn't. So this was at the end of the game. Like the game was completely over. They were all shaking hands, doing their thing in the in midfield, and he was waiting for this guard at midfield. He comes over. They get into it chirping, right? They start chirping each other or whatever in, fa- in each other's face, and then he swung and hit him. Uh, hard enough to knock his helmet off. Get so, him some. <laughs> get him some. Get him some. <laughs> Wait, can we just have these guys stop punching each other in the helmet, yeah. though? That's so dumb. You don't think about it when you're hot, man. You just go, right? I guess. Like it's, like, it's so much easier said than done. Like, we're sitting here laughing and joking about that, saying, like, why would you ever do that? When you're pissed, you're not really thinking about that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're doing whatever. You're thinking you're inflicting pain, so... When you're actually just probably hurting your own hand, but after the game, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, the Seahawks have signed Adrian Peterson to their practice squad. Mean anything? Oh no. Uh no, I I don't think so. Um, why would you run them? You have a couple young backs here. Why not see what you got going on, right? I don't think they really have the run young backs anymore. Isn't isn't Penny or is Penny hurt? Yeah, DJ they, they, Dallas I, is he? DJ Dallas, but that's their pass catching back. Yeah. Uh, and then old boy, yeah, who you just said it. They said uh, I just looked him up too because I was curious about him. Rashad Penny, they said looks like he's going to be going to IR like any day. Ah, uh, okay. With his and leg, Collins has been terrible, and, and Alex Collins is bad. I'm not saying AP is much better at this point. Like me and Danny were talking about this um, off air. Like what happened in Tennessee? You because he obviously wants any job that he'll get, so it obviously right. wasn't in his mind. So what did they see that they felt they had to cut him? Deontay Foreman was not showing anything special. Exactly. So don't know what's going on there, but either way, I don't think it's even worth. Uh, it isn't even worth a pickup, honestly. Um, unless you're that desperate, you have literally nobody on your team at running back. Maybe you're one of those guys that has a bunch of injury problems. Uh, let's see. Now we'll get to all that baseball and them ranges. Rangers agree on a 10 year, $325 million deal with Corey Seager and a four year, $56 million deal with starting pitcher, John Gray. They have now committed $556 million to three players in a matter of 24 hours. Yeah, did you touch Marcus Simeon and then that, Cole that, Calhoun as well? That's a short deal for like six, seven million. Not that one, like but Marcus that, but. Simeon was uh, our last podcast. <clears throat> but, yeah. yeah, it is Marcus Simeon as the third player. So yep. Yeah, hey, they said they were going to come out and spend, and they're actually doing it. Um, all for not, young soldier. All for not. We'll be getting to that breaking soldier. news here in a little bit too. Yeah, so cool to see them uh, actually pull the trigger and go out because they're not a team that normally does this kind of thing. Um, 
So as a fan of them, I, I like it. Um, now maybe he's spending a lot. We do need pitching as well, so I was kind of surprised. Apparently we're still in the works for uh, Kershaw, so we'll see what happens there. Well, Definitely be, need that. Well, arm, I think though. it's at midnight. You guys will be waiting until maybe next year. So. Oh well, yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll continue on that, even though most of the stuff may not even uh, matter. But uh, Cy Young winner Robbie Ray and the Mariners agree on a five-year, hundred and fifteen million dollar contract. Uh, the Tigers and shortstop Javi Baez have agreed to a six-year, $140 million contract. Uh, let's see. Mets, Mets and starting pitcher Max Scherzer agree on a three-year, $130 million contract. So that one blows my mind because he comes out and says, my arm's dead. I have a dead arm, right? Yep. And you sign this dude to this massive contract. Like, what? Oh, I got an interesting stat for you right here. At 37 years old, mind you. He becomes the oldest pitcher to get a $100 million deal passing Kevin Brown in 1998, who was 33 years old. Oldest pitcher by far. By Jesus. far. And like you said, with the with the dead arm. He come out and said, I got a dead arm. Like, well, I remember what? that's the reason why he couldn't yeah. make that uh, that World Series um, um, start. Yeah. I think he got pulled out of the one game, right? The, yeah. It was the NLCS, correct, that he stepped in and got the save? It was the first time that he had ever done that. Yeah. And then I, I think, think it so. was the – and then he came. They tried to pitch him in the World Series, and I think he had to leave that after, like, a couple innings. Yeah. With that same arm that you're talking about. So. Uh, starting pitcher Kevin Gausman and the Blue Jays agree on a five-year, $110 million contract. Uh, that's the – one of the starting pitchers from your Giants. Uh, and then we have – Starting pitcher Marcus Stroman and the Cubs have agreed to a deal hours before CBA expires uh, with contract details not yet released. Uh, let's just get to that part right now. We'll tie that in. The MLB and MLB uh, MLBPA negotiations are over after players were told they were done for the day ahead of tonight's lockout deadline. The negotiations today reportedly lasted seven minutes. Not um, <laughs> seven minutes. That's seven not great. minutes. That is literally five and a half minutes longer than Rio la- last in the sack. That's crazy. So that's a lifetime for some people. Like that'd be a lifetime for I had fun. like any one of his lovers. <laughs> I had fun, you know. But <laughs> but seven minutes for uh, negotiations. Might as well not. Might as well not even wasted the gas. Yeah, that just tells you how far apart they are, right? Yeah. Like, man. Nowhere in the ballpark. <sighs> yeah. Nowhere. You know, this isn't gonna. Uh, some reports are coming out that they wanted to. Um, they want to extend the playoff pool. Which I've always wondered why they don't have a few more. I mean, you play that many games, like, and you only allow like one per division. I'm, I just always think that's weird. Leaving out, you could be potentially leaving out like a ninety-plus win team. Because they have so few people, few teams in the playoffs, right? right. Yep. yep. And then the other one, there's something else too. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's but there's some big boy things going on. Um. Oh, I think uh, one of the things Chris was talking about at one point about the uh, how they how how long they control somebody's future. Oh yeah, that's remember a big that? deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, the six years kind of deal. Yep. Yep. 
And then the talking about oh, that's what it was. Uh, NBA style lottery picks, not just tanking, because that hurts that hurts players and their contracts and all that when you're moving them around and drops their value and all that. So that was a huge one too. Instead of tank to get get top end picks automatically, yeah. Yep. Uh, just no, it's going. Let's just put it that way. It's going absolutely nowhere. Um, the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 launch mental health initiative as part of conference alliance initiatives. Uh, yeah, not initiative. Yeah, it's initiatives. Good for them, you know, coming out and seeing it. Uh, you know, we've seen some players, um, notably wide receiver um, Calvin Ridley, have to step away and not back yet. Yep. Some some stuff like that. So getting uh going, to, um, getting this going and reaching out to players while they're in college before they get, um, to the next level. That's good. I think ultimately. <clears throat> yeah, definitely agree. Especially acknowledging that earlier, a lot of times, you wait too long, right? And so if you're, I don't know, more comfortable with it, I suppose earlier on, you can get things addressed and have a better future overall. So it's it's good for them. <clears throat> definitely. All right. We have the Suns extend winning streak to 17 straight, tying their fr- franchise record with a win over Golden State, 104 to 96. Steph Curry had his worst shooting game of his career when shooting 20 or more shots uh, with a 4 for 21 game. He was sh- So he shot 19%. Yikes. Uh, in that, what did I see? He, so he was three, is that, can that be right? Three of 14 before halftime. So that means he went one of seven in the second half. It was something like that. Uh, Funny note though, uh, our guy, Lucas's guy, Devin Booker took to Twitter with uh, no loss November as his mention. Yeah, and on top of that, Booker was out for, I think, half the game. He was. Yep. Their best player gone half the game. That's huge. Yeah, he wow. pulled up on a hammy, I think. Yeah, it was interesting. I haven't watched <clears throat> much Phoenix this year, right? And they move the ball way better, I think, than they did last year. It's very fluid, and it, mm-hmm. it goes to the open guy every time. And they kept up really well, even when Golden State got hot there in, like, the second quarter. Mm-mm. They got hot and rolled off. It seemed like they were just gonna tear it, you know, take the game away. But Phoenix stuck with them and stuck in, and they were so much bigger. That's the big disadvantage, right? Golden State plays small ball. They just threw it down low, would have an easy layup, dunk, whatever. DeAndre that's, Ayton, that's what kept yep. happening. Yeah, and it was really interesting to see. I didn't realize the flow was so good. Um, I think they're just based on what I watched, and that's against Golden State, who's probably the best team in the league, maybe second best, right? If you want to argue about Phoenix, but. They, man, they look, they look so like they can good. compete, right? Yeah, yep. Can't come, <clears throat> can't count on Curry to go four of twenty-one every night, though. True, uh, that is true. But in that, in but, that same sense, you yeah. also can't count on. I think it's like what, not Looney. Who's that? Uh, who's their shooting guard right now? Pool, pool, pool to I, go for twenty-eight. Yeah, you can't expect that. And most of that came in like the first, the first quarter. I think he had, tw- he had something ridiculous, like sixteen, seventeen points or something like that, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Because I was watching that game and. Um. So does that just kind of balance it out at that point? I, I'm just saying I think they can they can mm. easily compete. And I oh I, yeah they they can. I agree with you. Like the the way they were moving the ball was very 
very dangerous for every other team. They are like that's the reason why they can compete with Golden State because Golden State does the same thing. They move the ball around too, like like true professionals, like how basketball is supposed to be played, and that's what I think uh, the Suns do do that too. So it'll be an interesting if everyone stays healthy. That'll be an interesting uh, possible <clears throat> matchup in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and I think one interesting stat that I saw we, with how good how good Golden State is. They're 28th in the league in turnovers, which is – it's amazing that they've got the record they do being that terrible. And I think Phoenix took advantage of a lot of those um, the other night too. But. Yeah. Uh, keep it a little more NBA there. Uh, the NBA is making the Bulls and Heat forfeit their next second-round picks after probing to the Lonzo and Lowry signing trade deals. Kind of figured this was coming. Last time I read that, it was – they took it to the next step, so they had to have found something, and obviously they did. So yeah, yeah, they found something. They got a hold of them at eleven p.m. instead of midnight. Yeah, I it, don't know. I don't know if it's as big a deal. As yeah, second be. round picks. Is, I don't think are as big. A deal. Well, both of these teams are competing. So do you think yeah. they really care right now? Right about a second, about a round, second pick? round pick. You know, ultimately they probably would have traded that pick anyway to try to. <laughs> maybe bring in something else like at the trade deadline for like an extra shooter or something. Yeah. You know, that's what those are usually used for, for people that are competing. Right. Usually second round picks are G league guys anyways, Yep. you know, and kind of developmental guys. So, well, unless, unless your second round pick is Luca Garza. Oh yeah. What's he doing? He's, He's on a two way contract. Oh, so with the G league, <laughs> G league <laughs> okay. and Detroit, but he got his first start not that long ago. There you go. Hey, uh, let's see what else we have. Uh, we'll go with this one. Yeah, we'll go with this one. So in the strongest uh, public stand against China taken by a sports body, the head of the women's professional tennis tour announced Wednesday that all WTA tournaments uh, there would be suspended because of concerns about the safety of Peng Shui. Um, Unfortunately, the leadership in China has not addressed this very serious issue in any credible way. WTA chairman and CEO Steve Simon wrote in a statement. Uh, While we now know where Ping is, I have serious doubts that she is free, safe, and not subject to censorship, coercion, or intimidation. Yeah, so a little more backstory. Um, This was a Chinese tennis player. Mm-hmm. Um, and she came out and made a, a claim of sexual assault against a high-ranking Chinese official, and then all of a sudden she disappeared, and yeah. nobody heard it or saw from her, nothing like that. I saw as soon as the news kind of broke, shortly thereafter, they, um, they whoever released a video, and she was saying she was fine, mm-hmm. of course, and retracting everything. Yes. I didn't really mean it exactly. Do you believe it? Not for one bit. No. Okay. I didn't think so. Like you don't just sit, come out and say something like that, and then literally turn the tune right. the other not, way. Not in, not over where they're from. Right. Like it is way easier to um, claim sexual assault and it not be true in the United States than it is to be to do it over in that kind of a country, just because of um, how it's ran. Right. Right. You know, they're so serious and, and stuff like that. Um. And they can obviously make you disappear. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and all the censorship and stuff like that. So, yeah, for definitely don't believe her for her to come out and say it and then retract everything. I The first thing I got from this when I first read 
Like, kudos to the WTA, right? First yeah. off, number one, like, it isn't like you're the NBA and you have or the, you know, NFL. NFL doesn't really worry about over there as much, but you know what I'm getting at. Like, you don't have an endless supply of money. Yeah. You know, you don't, you're not even the, you're not even the men's tennis organization. You're not even the one with, like, pouring in money or anything like that, but you were taking a stand saying, we're not going there until we believe that she is. Obviously, like what I just read, free, safe, and not subject to censorship, coercion, or intimidation. So the fact that they actually swung their swung their uh, big boys out and said, "No, we're not, we're not doing this," I I thought it was awesome. I, I I don't know how else to put that. I was just like, they're looking out for their people, man. They are not many people, not many organizations actually stand up and say, "No, I don't trust you." I want to see it for real. I want to see it for myself. <clears throat> and they're doing it. And that's huge, man. For somebody to do it, because then maybe more groups, maybe the NBA, maybe whatever, will start. No, as soon as they do. You know do, what I'm saying. As, soon, as saying. soon as they do, if someone does, like, uh, what was that, Daryl Morey, is that his name? The GM for the Rockets, and mm -hmm. then he went up to Philly. They silence him. They shut him up. They make him feel bad, or like uh, basically this, that, and the other. LeBron does not make a stand. On this, he'll make up. He'll bring up other social issues. He won't do it here because of how much money there is. This is that's the reason why I thought this was awesome right here. LeBron may make more than the WTA itself, right? You know, with all with all of his deals and everything like that, and they had no problem. You know that I don't know. That's just me. Uh, let's see what else we got. So RG3 has announced that he is writing a tell-all book detailing his time with the Washington football team. You going to read that? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it has my attention. Just oh, yeah, definitely. There's all kinds of weird shit that has came out about Washington anyway. I don't right. know what else he knows. I'd rather read the emails. Oh, yeah. I'd rather read the high-ranking yeah. emails than that, but maybe he'd shed some light on some stuff too, right? Uh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that also him learning that there's probably no one that's going to sign you to, to be a quarterback? Like, you're kind of almost throwing in the towel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you usually don't, you don't talk about, like, uh, like, the bosses and stuff like that with hopes of another organization signing you. Exactly. Right. Not until you're out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Bro code or whatever. Yeah. But that's a – yeah. Uh, oh, here's one for MLB I thought was interesting. MLB confirms that they used two sets of baseballs with uh, differing weights during the two uh, during the twenty twenty one season, according to Business Insider. Hmm. Any stats come out with that? Uh, so they don't. It's supposedly hard to prove. There are some stats that you could go in, like that. Some woman has something like five hundred balls uh, from varying ballparks throughout the whole season that she's. That she claims that she tested and all that stuff. Supposedly one of them makes a one's a little more bouncier. So they went to the original baseball was supposed to be uh, one that was uh, less susceptible to home runs. And they brought that up. They said that right out of the gate. Well, they had a uh, Rawlings had an issue with having <coughs> enough baseballs. And the MLB agreed to use whatever they had basically. And so many and so many words. To kind of cover that, and they, it, at that point, it didn't really matter. But that, but the balls that the balls that came in canceled that home run deal yeah. out. Let's just get it over the steroids for all the batters. Yep. And who cares about the baseball? 
I don't know if it's as, uh, unless it's a different size completely. I don't know. Well, it, wouldn't it be weird if you're Rawlings and you legit couldn't produce enough baseballs, even though they're, how much are they probably making off of the MLB? Right. Like you fucking do whatever spot. you got to do. You figure it out. Yeah. That's nuts to me too, but mm-hmm. yeah. Cares? Throw rocks. I don't give a shit. Just hit dingers, <laughs> right? Kill dingers. somebody off it. <laughs> no buns. Let's go. All right, let's get to a bunch of. All right, so I'm gonna go with some transfers. We got a bunch of those too. Uh, some big boy names actually. Uh, so Fresno State starting quarterback Jake Hayner enters the portal. He had, th- I think, 39, was it 36 touchdowns, nine interceptions he, this year? He, I did not see this, so this is news to me right now, right? He entered the portal. Yeah. I fully thought you were just going to say he, he said he's going to enter the NFL draft or something. No, portal. Holy shit. He is a it's senior, crazy. so, but either way, I thought it was kind of, I think their coach, is, right. it, is that the one that went up to Washington? So he's probably got his COVID year left, right? So, no. <clears throat> or that's what he used this year, and so he's got one, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, where does he go? We can get to that in a minute oh. because we're going to touch on <laughs> USC. Uh, <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no. You said they have that. They have that recruit coming. Oh yeah, that yeah five star, that five star. Right. Uh, quarterback Spencer Rattler announced Monday that he is leaving Oklahoma and entering the portal. Also, we knew we, this would come. We knew this would come. We called this out when he got benched, right? Yeah, he's probably just going rolling with the tide of Riley going. But ultimately, it was going to happen. These two got to be kind of tied together a little bit, though, right? Like what landing spots, like who you're trying to pull, or do you think Rattler's no. a head case? You, you, well, your Rattler's head more. coach, Lincoln Rattler, already showed he'd go to somebody over you. So why would you follow him? No, no, I'm not saying he'd follow him. Oh. That isn't what I mean. Okay. I'm just saying just anywhere. I'm saying like anywhere treated like free agency. I guess is what I'm getting at. So the J, I meant the Jake Hayner and him. So. Obviously, you're probably, or you, which one would you target first? If Hayner. I'm just any, just any anywhere. university that you need a quarterback. Hayner. I don't know. Probably, I, I'd probably have to go Spencer Radler. For the talent? For the talent. You know, um, Fresno State, they don't play in a great conference. You're right. So he's playing weaker talent. So it could be just padded stats against a bad conference. Who knows? At least with Spencer Radler, he's put up those numbers. Now, has he shown some regression this year? Absolutely, but at the same time, you know what you're getting—the talent that is there. Um, so but if you can fix some stuff, I'm actually it be okay. I'm actually borderline agreements with you because th- uh, you actually you all should kind of be on that, especially you, because you notice it right away, right? There's just been something off about Oklahoma all year round, all year long. Has there not been? Yep. Yep. They just they weren't as good as we thought they were, even when they kept winning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you especially beat them up. Mm-hmm. You beat them up because you hate because you're a Texas, but you were beating it up right out of the gate. He's like, what? You're a Texas thumper. Get out of But either but either Go way, dogs. Just, something's always been missing, it seems like this year. Like something's been off. So I don't know if that was Rattler. Rattler showed that he was pretty immature in some senses to me. You you unfollowed the new starting quarterback five minutes after you got benched. So, yeah. you know, I don't know about it. But Iowa needs a quarterback, so it wouldn't hurt my feelings if we got either one of these cats. I'm going to make hey, that clear. He's not going somewhere. He's got to hand the ball off. He's looking for an NFL <laughs> draft. He's got to throw the ball. Now, if Iowa could do it, I mean, Iowa has to make a push for one of these guys. It would be awesome. Any of see. these quarterbacks yeah. going has to. No, well, I don't. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm really surprised at both of you guys. This Rattler's not the guy that you go after. 
That at all. So your Fresno State quarterback is like Mitch Trubisky, stacking stacking stats in a bad conference. Immaturity, yeah, a lot. Like real bad, not we're, even just. We're not even to bring that in though. You're you're going after you talent. So you're telling me you don't think about that. You don't care. You just go after. Not if that. you want to win games. For instance, no. for instance, no. think of think of yourself and and I'm asking you this right now as the as the if you were running the University of Iowa, we do not get talented quarterbacks. This is a talented quarterback. You you like whatever he had for issues at like uh, Oklahoma is still way better than what we put on the field at quarterback. That's what I'm getting at. Now, it'd be, I'm not saying any university. I'm talking Iowa because that's what we know, and we're not used to getting it. That's what I'm comparing it to. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get, yeah it's more of I a get talent, talent thing. That, yeah, just like that. I'm like, if he comes up here and plays, he's already been battle-tested. You know, he has the arm talent to do some stuff that we're not used to. And you're not going to you're not going to pull anybody that's going to hurt his feelings and maybe right. take there's the no, job. Right. There's nobody that's going to take that job from right. him there. You know, that's all that's all I'm getting at and he is I'm not a fan of the guy. I'm just saying he's way better than anything that the University of Iowa brings in at quarterback on a regular basis. Yeah, I'm not arguing that at all. I'm not the character pieces really hurt and that fucks with your team too. You get one of those bullshit pouty fucking games or whatever that affects the whole team, and then everybody looks at him sideways, and then it's you well, know talent hit, aside. Like, well, then you enter the transfer portal again, and we're no yeah, we're, we then we're no worse for the wear. I think we're like that. Iowa yeah. in general is very strong in leadership, so they would get over that. Where they're used to not having one anyway, a quarterback. That's a, that's all I was getting. Maybe at. maybe he buys in too. You know, comes maybe, and changes. maybe that quarterback would be better. I just mean for pure talent though. Yeah, I get that. Maybe get this that. is also a humbling experience for him, too. Maybe you catch him on that. I don't know. Uh, he seems pretty douchey to me. but He does. So He does to me, too. I just, I just, I don't know. It's just something about quarterbacks coming from weak conferences. Even though if they put up good numbers, it's still, you're always worried. Because the talent, the talent they're playing against. Yep. So. Well, it's almost like, for instance, when Jack Cohn went from Wisconsin to Notre Dame. Jack Cohen wasn't a sexy quarterback up at Wisconsin, but he was a battle-tested quarterback that played in a big-time conference, and he's been bowling out for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't I don't dislike the Jake Hayner one. I just mean I'd probably want to go with the major upside what he could bring you. He was a Heisman, right. the front runner, preseason right. to start. So right, potential number one draft pick. Yeah, all that kind that, of that's stuff. all. I'd rather roll with a shot at it. I guess. Sure. Maybe he gets his shit together. Maybe he doesn't. No worse for the wear. Uh, TCU running back Zach Evans entered the transfer portal. <clears throat> Evans is a former five-star recruit and the highest-ranked signee in program history. Yeah, I saw that. Rushed for 648 yards and five touchdowns in six games a season, but a turf toe injury forced him to miss the Horn Frogs' final five games. So I want to say he was committed to Georgia. So I, what I think I remember I heard was he got into a little trouble. And ended up staying home and signing okay. with TCU. Um, so I wonder if he looks to go try to go back or if that bridge is burned. I don't know. Uh, that, um, that's an interesting one. But the other one I was thinking of, or well, not thinking of what I read, was the new coach I told you guys about the last episode that TCU got. Yeah. Uh, he said priority number one is to go out and re-recruit Zach Evans. Mm-hmm. He said that, and Zach Evans also has said that he has met with him too, and they've had some conversations. He's going to go to A and M. I think so. Well, also another five-star receiver uh, flipped over there. Um, 
I can't remember where he was. Maybe Oklahoma. Okay. But uh, ended up committing to A&M. So I wonder if he wants to stay home, you know, goes home again, and you just go over up to A&M. Maybe. Maybe. The other one, this one saddens my heart, but I knew it was going to happen. Iowa redshirt freshman quarterback Deuce Hogan decided to enter his name into the transfer portal. Okay, so now we're down to the the not big names. Um, this is the guy that I've been riding, so I had to bring it up. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, man, that's tough. It is. It. When I seen this come across, I think uh, I think we were over here. Is this when we were um, patching up the garage and all that stuff, doing some uh, redoing of stuff here? But uh, w- when that came across, I'm like, I'm, I wasn't shocked. Because when you go, when you literally hop between Padilla and Spencer Petrus back and forth, and they're both garbage, and you don't get one shot, one crack at it, yeah. Like what? Why? What do you have to lose at that point? So here's why they probably haven't is because you're in the Big Ten championship game. That's why. That's exactly why. If you, if, if you well, had I, lost, I, I just met in the game before this. That's what I yeah. meant when they when they were already. I don't know. I mean, yes, they still had a shot at the game and all that, but why not at least see? I mean, they were making their comeback and all that stuff, too. It was, let's keep it honest, because of special teams and defense that you came back anyway, so yeah. why not see what you have at quarterback? Right. Yeah. So I'm not shocked at it. It sucks. He yeah. Was, he was a legit four-star coming out of Texas. Saying that he was trying to get recruits and, he was. and stuff like that. And Yeah, that's tough, and, you know, it's always seemed like, that's what's held Iowa back as quarterback play. Yep. You know, and it hurts. That, uh, it, what'd they say? Even said, I can't remember what the article said. I, I was so, I was, I was so irritated by this whole thing. I'm like, either way. Uh, the number two quarterback recruit, Malachi Nelson, announces he has flipped his commitment from Oklahoma to USC following Lincoln Riley. I cannot, like I said earlier, I cannot remember the number that has already pulled out, but I'm pretty sure we're reaching double digits. Yeah, and but the potential for them just to flip on over to USC is um, USC has got to just be sitting there, all the faculty just licking their lips, right? Like, oh man, like we're about to be relevant again. Yeah, hundred percent. So know, give it a year, and then I didn't realize that he took basically a high majority of his staff with him. Yeah, he took. Offensive coordinator, Def- um, defensive line, or I don't know. Co- yeah, there were several. There were several of them. Coaches that went. So I think more than anything, it'd be one thing if you just lose the coach. Maybe you can still keep some of those recruits. Cause what if you're that one coach that didn't get the invite? You're just standing there like, <laughs> what the fuck? Man, what, the, what, what did I do? <laughs> yeah. Man, come on. <laughs> They yeah. took their strength and conditioning coach. I know that was one of them too, but yeah, I, that's a that's a good thought right there. Like how do, like you're sitting there like, hey, uh, did I lose the invite or yeah, like you might like the way I held water bottles or what? <laughs> Come on, postal service still getting my? Is that what we're doing? That email. The thing I worry about with uh, <clears throat> a situation like this, Oklahoma's losing so many because of this move. It smells to me like the NCAA will try to curb some of that when coaches leave because of how big this is going to hit a big school like Oklahoma um, when it comes to football. So I feel like based on what's happening, they're going to probably put some in place to try to stop it. I think there's like a coaches association in college football though, isn't there? So I don't know how much they can actually stamp that out. That's, that's gotta be on a per school basis as in they have to put that in the contract. 
Like if you bail, it's going to cost you this much. It's going to be this. And usually they do. So I don't know what the underwriting of this one was. Maybe they just thought they had Lincoln Riley forever and they didn't put anything in there to cover it. Well, it's going to help Oklahoma. you got to nail down a coach right away. You've got to. Hey, right. now, I was going to say, now that you brought that up, we didn't even talk about it. Well, you talked about it, but we kind of skimmed over it, was the deal he got, right? Yeah. What did we ask last podcast? What did the deal have to be that Oklahoma <laughs> couldn't match? That is a ridiculous deal. That is deal. ridiculous. Plus, you know you have to pay that money to get out in two years to go to the SEC. So I'm thinking they were looking at that going, like, damn. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> I don't even know where they go, honestly, because we're about to get to all the coaching changes here in a second, too. The cliff is still out there. <laughs> uh, the Oklahoma, then? Arizona, so like, let's say, hypothetically, Arizona doesn't finish the season that strong in the NFL, right? They get bounced quick in the they playoffs. They won't. I know you're trying. <clears throat> Hypothetical, right? <laughs> right. Arizona can probably... If they stay with Colt McCoy, man. They'll go undefeated, probably win the whole thing. Maybe. You might be right. <laughs> we know he can't show up for the big game. The he gets injured. Oh, he gets injured. The number that I heard, so they, they want to try to keep him, but the number that I heard is they could pay him like 10 mil a year. I think, I mean, Oklahoma could offer more than that, right? <clears throat> and I think that it, it depends on what he wants more. Do you want to stay in the NFL or do you want more money? Well... Can they offer more than that? Because that's basically what the contract probably was with old boy. was somewhere around that. Depends on, like. Was it 10 years, I bet? So it wasn't much more than, what was that, 11 mil? I think it was seven for 110. Oh, seven year for 110. Okay. Maybe that's quite a bit more. <laughs> and yeah. then everything else on top of it. Okay. Yeah. I can see it then. I would just spend, like, 10 mil is kind of a lot if it's if it's in the same ballpark as that one. But seven years, okay. Yeah, I can see it. Just an interesting thought. Like, it's technically a demotion going to college from the NFL, right? But, but, Nick, Saban, more, but Nick Saban literally turned into one of the richest coaches yes, exactly. in all of football after making that move. And now he runs, he basically writes his own check, like his own check. Right. Yep. He's got a key to the city there. And so sometimes it's the be- sometimes it's the better move. Yeah. Maybe you're just more of a college guy and you can you build your well, own you, stuff. You can pick your own recruits and stuff, not like the NFL where you gotta go through free agency no and egos. draft and you know, yeah. Well now well, now they gotta deal with nil deals. Stroman, yeah. you mentioned the Stroman deal. Yeah. So it's three years, seventy one mil is Oof. what he got. Oof. <clears throat> yep. Okay. What was that tw- twenty about twenty something million? I I could I could throw the ball. <laughs> I could for throw, half that. I could throw, I throw, throw the it. ball for like half, half of that. Come on, man. I can give up dingers. Come on. Uh, one name that will not be going to any of these ones is Mark Stoops agrees to a contract extension to stay with Kentucky through 2027 football season. Yeah, they started I, off good, and then it's like they got beat down by Georgia, and then everything changed. You are right. But yeah. they also weren't. They were complete bat, and they still are, but complete basketball school. And since he's been there, he's turned them. In. He's they're going to like their third straight bowl since he's been there. That's third, a big third deal. Third or fourth. I Kentucky mean, that's, football used to be a joke, man. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's a big deal. Uh, LSU announced Tuesday, and we've gotten more information since then. But uh, LSU announced Tuesday that Brian Kelly had agreed to a ten-year, ninety-five million dollar contract, <laughs> leaving Notre Dame. He said this was Crazy. he said this was a very hard decision, uh, but the opportunity in LSU was too good to pass. 
Um, that being said, I do not know if you guys watched the press conference with uh, Notre Dame AD. Would you like to go over some of those presser points? So, <laughs> when asked who would be the interim coach, the AD says, we may not necessarily name one. We have such strong coordinators that we may, I don't think we even need an interim coach. Number one. Number two, the next question asked was like, well, if you do name an interim coach, do they have a legit shot at getting the job? No. Just flat no was the answer. Yikes. Like, so so you, yeah, if they come and, hey, you be the head coach for this game. Mm-mm. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Well, that, that also tells me that you don't believe your head coach is anywhere on your staff either. So you don't believe in the staff either that well. To, and, so right. you, do you not contradict oh. yourself a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you, know, you think whoever you hire is going to bring, go get or bring along some people. Yeah. So that one, uh, I don't know. He's like, he did make one point that was 100% correct, I thought. He's like, when we brought in Brian Kelly, our program was in shambles. We hadn't been winning. We did not much direction. He's like, this is not the same thing. We're not building the program now. The program has built and has a great foundation. So the next guy that comes in already has is way better off than when Brian Kelly came in. So we do thank him for that, 100%. That's a way of saying we're not going to pay the next guy as much because he's not going to have to do as much. <laughs> right. Right? Jesus. Yeah. You know what? I wonder if Brian Kelly left because of Notre Dame not being in the conference. One, you can go and you can probably get better recruits recruiting for LSU, but you're in the SEC. So if you produce a winning team, you could be there up potentially in that Final Four because I think they're going to be on the outside looking in ultimately, and it's going to hurt them not being in a conference, and, and that's the reason and why. And that's exactly what I was about to touch on too. So awesome. that. So, what was I going to say first, though? He – they well, what he did to Notre Dame right here. First off, let's make that clear. They're like number five. Is that what they're at? Yeah. Uh, they are I number so. six. They're six, number six. Yeah. Okay. Oklahoma State. Five. Yep. 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 So they're number six. Even with a bunch of, um, even with a bunch of chaos that could happen in these title games, conference title games. He all the AD. Uh, Gary Barda already said that's one of the tiebreakers. That's also one of the tiebreakers if you don't have a coach or if a serious player injury ch- could change that thought process. He basically hosed Notre Dame. So the little the little glimmer of hope you did have, they have like a 46% chance according to ESPN's FPI or something like that um, and of the college football playoff predictor of making it, but they need a bunch of chaos. Well, that literally that mixed with Wisconsin – dropped out of 25 so they have no wins in the top 25 yeah so their best win was purdue at per, this purdue point, and wisconsin both yeah, yeah yeah and then the one of the teams ahead of you unless they were to slip up was the year one loss and that was cincinnati they also brought up they brought that up multiple times they hold they hold conference championship games to a very high standard so you not being in one is very a very very big deal yeah yeah, I don't I don't know how it's going to go. Well, I, we'll talk more about it before the weekend, but I really if Alabama gets beat up by Georgia, I don't think they're in at all. <clears throat> Even if they lose in a close game, they they've played so close to some not good teams and they haven't beat a lot of people up. Between that and depending on how Oklahoma State does, they could 
Or even Cincy. We don't know. Cincy's got a championship game. We don't know how that's going to turn yeah. out. Um, they could end up slipping in. Did you guys uh, – so he met with his team. Did you guys hear that report, right? It was a Sunday morning, I think. <clears throat> he uh, <coughs> reportedly met with his team for 11 minutes to let him know about him leaving. So that's what came out. In reality, the meeting was closer to two minutes, and he didn't stay for questions about his abrupt departure. He just left. So he let him Yikes. know and then bailed. Is that still more than what Lincoln Riley did? <sighs> By a hair, man. I, I mean, it. okay. <laughs> I get it. Probably the greatest look, but what, what, do you, what do you say? I mean, no matter if you, if you stay for an hour, of, yes, two minutes is pretty short but i mean there's nothing you can do i don't know yeah, anything else to... you can do i mean yeah you know it's kind of the thing like the more you stick around is it gonna just make things worse or because you, know, you already made up your mind at that point and that's fair I, I guess if i think about if i'm in that situation god yeah do you even want to meet with the team exactly yeah, yeah. okay you know because yeah, people are really gonna be upset and the you more know. you stick around is it just gonna hold be... on you want me to commit but you can't commit Exactly. Yeah, yeah start so, getting into that shit. So besides the conference thing, another thing that keeps going like under the radar here is I don't think people realize how hard it is to recruit to a Notre Dame. Right. Because your grades have to be a certain level. Mm-hmm. You don't just go to Notre Dame just because you're a special athlete and you got around with you got away with like a D average. Mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to be like a B minus or a high C or a C plus or something like that. But it is like it's very you also have to be I don't know if you have to be semi-Catholic too or whatever religious. I can't remember. But either way, that brings me to who they may be targeting. Someone that, someone that's used to doing this already. They had a down year this year, so you'd be able to get them for the cheap. Is Northwestern's head coach? They also are an institute like that too. Your grade point average has to be so high and able to even go there. But now he doesn't have to deal with that. He can just go down. He just like, Brian Kelly can go down there and he can recruit wherever. It doesn't matter how dumb you are. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't matter if you focus on school first or not. Does it? None of that matters. We're here to win football games, and that's and that's the deal. And you're going to get five star recruits. Yeah. With one less hurdle to get over. Yeah. Just don't bring your girlfriends to practice and right right. But I mean, you know, we, who, what, they talked whoa, about whoa, him whoa, building. What, 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 what? Isn't that, that what you said? said? Yeah. No, uh, he's old Ed Oregon was bringing his girlfriend in and stuff like that to their practices. <laughs> yeah. you think uh, about it, I mean, if they talk about Brian Kelly building up that program, it's like he does the same thing at LSU. Well, now they're probably in that Final Four, right? They're not on the outside looking in. Yeah. No. Uh, one more quick for coaches. Uh, Virginia Tech names Penn State. Uh, defense corner Brent Pry is their new head coach. Don't even know who that is, but uh, you you probably want it. But the one thing that we do know on the field is you know Penn State um, defense is pretty damn good. So I don't know how he runs a ship or anything like that. Right. But now he's got to play offense. So <laughs> there's two sides, right? <clears throat> two sides of the ball, baby. Um, this is kind of a. Serious, uh, serious one here that came across. Uh, former UCF running back Otis Anderson Jr. was shot and killed at his parents' home in Jacksonville, Florida, on Monday evening, and his father has been charged in his death. 
Yeah, something about a dog bite, I believe. Um, oh, was what? Yeah, either. I didn't see that part. I I did read the rest with like the mom because it started with like those two guys going at it. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I believe it was something about a dog biting someone, and I'm not sure. I didn't read the whole thing, but it's like seriously over over that. Somebody has to lose their life. Uh, it's a shame, you know. Um, uh, evidently, they were getting into it hot and heavy. Uh, I think almost coming to blows or coming to blows. The mom steps in. She gets it separated. Uh, Otis Sanderson Sr. goes out to the garage, comes back in with a gun, starts shooting. Oh. Hits him. Um, uh, what they say, at least at least twice minimum. And grazed her a few times, too. Oh. So she went to um so she went to the emergency room and has been released since then but yeah Jesus. it's too bad all over what you just said I didn't know about the dog the dog bite thing Jesus oh. Yeah All right so ahead of the um uh, conference championship games there's a there's a little bit of mix up in the I, – I just put the top 13 up here because, of course, number 13 is Iowa. But, um, <laughs> uh, Don't even – But, uh, oh, oh, we will – actually, we'll touch on that. So, also today – it hasn't been announced yet, though, so I don't know if they did come up to a decision. Today, they supposedly were going to make the call. Uh, they were having meetings about whether to expand the college football playoff out to 12. And you guys are right about the – it's 12 or 12 or leaving it. Okay. 12 or 4, for now at least, is what the conversation is. Um, I said they're supposed to be meeting pretty heavily about that and come out with a decision here soon. But the more you look at all these, I think what I bring up, like the top 17 teams or something like that, only one of them didn't have double-digit wins. So it just makes the argument that much better for the 12-team playoff. Not in my opinion. I I actually think the more and more you get out, the more more watered down it gets. And yeah, I really want to see what that would look like. Like, are they going to shorten the season? Like, what? When do they have to? You know? I mean, when do they have to? I mean, you're going to N- or you're going to NFL size games. You're going to have more players that I think Rio touched on that. You're going to yeah. have more players that literally step out then. Yeah. For those games, right? Yeah, because you already got conference championship. Then you're talking about, what, three games? Well, maybe that – would that drown out the conference championship? That wouldn't mean as much then, right? If you're letting 12 teams in, yeah, it doesn't even matter. We'll just sit them. You know, as in Alabama, like if that was happening right now, Alabama needs to win this game almost against Georgia to make the college football playoff at four Most teams. Most likely. They wouldn't need to. They'd be able to bench their players and rest them for this game because it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Because they're not going to drop all the way out of t- the top twelve, right? Right. Yep. I th- that's where they they would actually do. I think it'd do more harm than good. I mean, six is. I've been preaching that six is like that perfect number. Cause it seems like there's a couple teams that could always be in that mix right there at that number six spot. Anything lower than that, you had your opportunities. You weren't hosed because of this, that, and the other. I don't think. You know, Ole Miss, who's at number eight, for instance. Well, Miss, you had your opportunities. You yep. had two losses, one of them against uh, uh, Alabama. Right, close game, too, I believe. It, yep. But then Ohio State, you had your opportunities. You were number yeah. seven. You yeah. had your cracks. You were number two. 
Yeah, you were number two. You had you. I mean that. You get blown game, out by Michigan. You get blown out by Michigan. You lose game one to Oregon early on in the season at your house, which I understand. Which is, that can be that was obviously forgiven, right? They were number two. Yep, so. yep, it was forgiven. But they had their cracks at it. I don't need. Why would you give them another shot to go to, you know, be inside the, twelve picks? I guess at that point. I don't know if Notre Dame really had their shot. You know, I don't know if Oklahoma State. That's what I mean. The why go to six? Oklahoma State and Notre Dame. They lost one game apiece, right? Oklahoma State slipped up against who? I think uh, was it? Is it Baylor? Was it? Was it Baylor? I think it was Baylor early. Yeah. Okay, so they had one. They had only one slip up, and they may miss out on this, right? Yeah. So, so I'm six, about, six is where I think that it should be. Is what I'm getting at. So the logistics of this twelve team playoff would be four. The top four teams would have a bye, right? I have no idea. They haven't broken <clears> that far down. It's just twelve, whether they're in or not. I think that's how it would have to go. The top four teams would have a bye. And the eight would have to play twice before you even get up there? The eight would play. That would take it down to four. And so they would play each other. But you'd have to play a potential three games. Yeah. If you were the, you know, the five through 12 to win a national championship. Right. And, you know, that just, I mean, as fans dragging on the season, that, we're not complaining, but at the same time, you know, players, I think you're right. You're going to see more players sitting and protecting draft stock and stuff like that. Yeah. So Especially if you're sitting there staring across at Alabama, right? And, and you're <laughs> yes. a two-loss team. You're just like. Yeah. There's, they're still having conversations, as in, like, this morning, <clears throat> Paul Feinbaum's goofy ass on there defending an opportunity because there was a con- the, the question was, could a two-loss Alabama team make still make it into the top four? I'm like, no, that's horseshit. And I'm a roll tie guy. That is horseshit. Not if you're losing to the same team twice. No, yeah. I don't even think they should anyway. I mean, you're telling me because so many other teams would have to lose below you for that to even be a conversation, in my opinion. Since he would have to lose, yeah. Notre Dame would have to lose, which they don't have one. Um, Oklahoma State would have to lose. <laughs> Bay, uh, Baylor and Ole Miss at that point. I mean, I mean, yes, technically Alabama beat Ole Miss. I guess you can stay ahead of them, but there's other teams that I would rather see go up in there. Like you're gonna just leave them, put them in because they're Alabama at that point. That's all that argument would be. And like, no two loss team is going should be in that conversation. Yeah, I agree. Especially because the conversation. Oh, I'm sorry, but the conversation was if Alabama kept this game close and lost, like they lost by you know three or something like that. Yeah, I don't think they should either. It, like, I've been thinking more and more about this, and they've the games even throughout the season. Other than the games, they absolutely should have blown somebody out. They've been close wins. They lost to. Did they win? No, they lost to A and M, right? Yeah. So they lost to A yeah. and M in a close game. They almost lost to Florida, which we thought that meant Florida was good, but it did not. Right. Right. Like yep. they played way too many close games for and them to all, have two losses. That's that's and then bullshit. Auburn, right? who's been on the downhill, and you didn't, and they didn't have their starting quarterback either. And I understand that's a rivalry game. I get that, but you should, you didn't control that game at all. Right. You literally barely came back. You didn't control that game. So. Like, if that would have been a close ending, but you controlled it all the way through and they just made, a like, a push to come back, that, that wouldn't hurt as much, in my opinion. Yeah, close game against a bad LSU team. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... So, how is that... So, you don't... So, you guys agree with me. And, that, and I'm... And you guys know I'm a roll tight guy, but that is that is just crazy talk. That is just you trying to get Alabama in at that point, right? And this is also you trying to get out of that Alabama-Georgia bet. 
No, it's not. I'm still riding. So, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm going to that still, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm still to. rolling that Alabama's going to roll tide against uh, Georgia. You're you damn right. They're you not. They're still the little brother. I don't care if they're the senior team. I don't care if they've given up 10 points a game or whatever the hell they do. Don't care. Alabama's going to roll them up still. They may hold them they're to two to points. To, no. They may hold them to two points. I got a double whiskey on that one. I <laughs> <laughs> get it. I got a double whiskey on that. Actually, that one scares me a little bit. What, Alabama didn't score until the fourth quarter of this last game? Is that what it was? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I'm still not worried. <laughs> Bryce Young, this is going to be his Heisman moment I saw right the look here. on your face. You're scared. No, nope, not scared at all. So we're going to go. I was going to go down the list and see, like, especially all the craziness that could, uh, who you actually could see go up in there. So you have the obvious ones. You have Georgia number one, Michigan number two, Bama three, Cincy four, OK State, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Baylor, Oregon, Michigan State, BYU, Iowa. There's literally no chance that Iowa would go. I understand that. I'm just putting it because they are in a big-time game this weekend against Michigan. Michigan needs to win this. Yeah. Um, and if Michigan wins, obviously he, they get one of the spots. Yeah, so. they get one of the spots. I think ultimately what happens is Georgia is going to beat that shit out of Alabama and Oklahoma State's going to jump in that spot and it's going to be – uh, is Georgia, that, Michigan. Is that your Big Twelve ism coming out, or do you actually no, believe? No, that? I, I think okay. they. I think if they beat Baylor, they get it. Okay. Um, now I won't lie. I'm going to bet Iowa to beat Michigan. It's a night game. Um, so I'm. T- I am going to take that. You're to beat them? Yes. Oh, night game at Dude, Iowa. The, the That's cha- tough. The chaos, right? You That's not at Iowa. It's at Indianapolis. It's at Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh, is the, it? Yeah, Big Ten oh. Championships always at Lucas Oil Stadium. Okay, I guess I thought I saw it at Iowa, and I just yeah. thought it was there. No, okay. just in the betting. Maybe they, not they've then. Been putting a, they've Maybe been not putting then. Ad, okay, then I probably won't bet that then. Now that's neutrals, neutral side. Um, yep. But, um, yeah, Michigan takes care of business, though. They're two, and yep. then since he'll be in, and I think if Oklahoma State wins, they'll be the four spot. I'm going to give you a scenario right now. Okay. Let's say Alabama let's say Alabama does win. Okay. Uh Georgia's not falling out of the top four. We already know that. It doesn't no. matter. It doesn't no. matter even what happens. I don't care if they get blown out by Alabama. They're not dropping out of the top four after after one loss in the <clears throat> no. championship. So we believe Georgia and Alabama would obviously make it at that point if that happens. Michigan takes care of business. Yep. Does Cincinnati drop out if Oklahoma State takes care of business? Hmm. I think it depends. If on how they if play. Cincinnati just I like if they win, that's like where the score. To. I was gonna say that's where the, I think the score comes in play. Yep. I think if they blow out their conference championship, they're probably in. I think if Oklahoma State struggles and even ekes it out, but if they beat the crap out but of Baylor, but that's still a way better team than Houston. Baylor is. Baylor is a pretty impressive team. You sold me on them. You guys mm-hmm. sold me on them. I watched a couple of their games and they're a pretty damn impressive team. Oklahoma State could lose this game every bit, and you wouldn't be yeah. shocked by it. Yep. You know? And Houston actually is a pretty good offense. If Baylor, it, this would be a different conversation, I believe, if Baylor only had one, one loss, loss going into this. Yeah, this would be a very interesting conversation because one of them would be a one-loss Big Twelve team coming up in there. What I should have said actually is that Alabama loses, then you open a spot. Oklahoma State would obviously go up, in your opinion. Then I think so. Yep, if they pull it off. I think that's what ultimately is going to happen. Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Alabama will fall out. And then Oklahoma State, I think, beats Baylor and climbs into the top four. There's no two-loss team, in your opinion, that would jump into that if all the dominoes fell right, right? 
Who's right behind that? Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre Dame, but they lost their coach. Yeah, Notre Dame. Not Notre Dame only has one loss. So Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Alabama would have two losses. That's the way. That's the weird thing. That's where, if a few things go, we'd be maybe having a conversation where they would push Alabama in. Yeah, I could see that too. Even if, though it just depends on kind of what plays out in the other ends, you know. Um, I think if Cincy loses, they're out. Yeah, since he gets one loss, they out. might drop to like number ten. Or yeah, something. they may like, drop way down. Yeah. So yeah, there's be no out. way they can lose the game. Yeah, for sure. If and they still lose, be they're in done. That four. Yep. Right. Okay. So no chance for Iowa. No chance for Iowa. I do think if Baylor beats Oklahoma State, because that's probably like as far as a matchup goes, the best matchup. Yeah, high scoring offense and a really yeah. good defense. Well, I mean, they both do right? decent defense. They both have yeah. decent defense <clears> for Big Twelve, right? Yeah, if ba- Baylor, but Baylor's got the offense, to go but Baylor it, can make the argument, right? But Alabama. So. But that being said, Alabama would lose to the number one team in the nation, mm-hmm. so you'd still put Alabama in the top four at that point before like a Baylor. Most unfortunately, likely. most likely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It all just these, has to, all these on what other, happens. all these other two lost teams, all these, all these losses, or those two losses Alabama had would be against ranked opponents, and they had way more ranked opponents when they did play. What now, did we decide? Did Notre Dame play this weekend still, even though they don't, they don't no, have a championship? They're done. At all? No. Yeah, I think they're out unless everyone gets beat. <laughs> yeah, they that the coaching one definitely sunk that ship, I think. Yeah, I think so too. The twenty five didn't even I don't even think hurt. I think that just gave the these guys a uh, a free pass so we didn't have to bring up that we're drowning the kids, you know? Because Wisconsin dropping out of that twenty five and them ha- not having a top twenty five win. That was the that was the committee's bailout right there. Yep. Without picking on the you kids no and losing their wins. coach. Yeah, you have yeah. no no top twenty five finishes, no wins that way and Yeah. So So that's where I was at. Are you uh <clears throat> I was gonna transition over to a little bit NFL, but go ahead. Not yet. So Yep. You guys uh you saw Duke lost. I and I imagine you guys saw this story, but I thought it was nuts. Um, there we go. <clears throat> so Duke lost to Ohio State, right? And uh, one of Duke's studs towards the end of the game was having muscle cramps really bad. Did you hear what came out about that? So he had to poop. He no, his name okay. is Paulo Banchero, right? Mm-hmm. He loses seven pounds every game due to sweating. What seven pounds per game? So I'm a wrestler, so hell? I'm not impressed. I guess. <laughs> you fuck. Sorry, he's you, a, I, you I do, saw you it. Do it before a meet, bro. Exactly. That's every game. That is insane, right? That has to be that's so hard. That's a lot on of you. sweat, man. I, kids do it every practice, every day, every no, day. Of the no, week. we're talking about like on a basketball court, not in a like a air confined workout mat area. Yeah, I, but that's I'm just what, that's saying, what that's what we're talking about. I, I I'm not trying to downgrade. I'm just wrestling. saying the amount doesn't blow blow my mind. Just I, because I, I see it done all the time. I, I think that's a lot for basketball. That's what I'm getting he's at. Dehydrated as fuck every game. Like you got to get some fucking salt and you drink some game. Yeah, they I said you have to drink some special stuff to, that's you know, a, Michael Jordan is... special sauce or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> special <laughs> water. What is that? The the not the magic stuff. Magic's. I can't remember, can't remember what they put on there, but I did see that come across, and like I said, I was I was like, oh yeah, I mean. You know, I see kids do that, and I was doing it myself. But every practice, you know, that we go in, so I don't it's know. not as crazy for wrestling. Wrestling's a different breed of people, yeah. man. 
That's yeah. a different kind of dedication and everything. I get that, but that yeah. just seems so insane. Mm, I have different words <clears throat> for it, but we'll leave it off here. Well, go ahead. <laughs> I was uh, I played basketball in school, and wrestling and basketball were at the same time. So the basketball team and the wrestling team would always banter, walk into practice. So no, we won't say anything negative. Right. I, I support all you wrestling folk. Oh, you wrestling folk. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I guess, yeah, if you think about it. Open, but I, I'm, more cur- I'm more curious to see if he does it every time practice and stuff. Then I'd be like, yeah, that's crazy. But if it's just for one game, it's like, okay, well, he's probably loading was up it, for that game. Was that know? just for that one game or was that every, every game? They say every game. Every game. I'm curious to see if it's every practice. Every practice yeah. also? No, 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 no. I'm curious to see. They did, They yeah. just said every game. I don't know. I just thought that was nuts. That definitely hurt him towards the end of the game because <clears throat> um, he had to be out for a while, getting stretched out and all mm. that. But it's still, it's still Ohio State versus Duke. You have Ohio State. I don't know. They they also let what like a fifteen point lead go yeah. in that game yeah. or something yep. like that too. Big Ten uh, has been stomping out the ACC in this Big Ten ACC um, match that they do every year. Um, Iowa beat Virginia the other night too. Yeah, there it is, Chris. There's the big win you were asking for. Yep. We've got a good win. Now. So I do. Oh, there you go. Hold on. I got something funny for you guys. I know you'll appreciate this. So this is on rotowire.com, right? I was looking up some Iowa stats because Iowa is about to face Purdue already. They're already opening conference play. And both of them are undefeated going into the 7-0. and Probably a little different how they're made. Didn't look how Purdue's was. Don't care. <laughs> you look at the bottom of this, and this gives you. I was just going down. I'm like, why is there scores next to these games already that haven't been played? You know? And scroll, I'm like, what the hell? Is this showing like last year's? And I, don't, I can't remember the scores or something. No, 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 no. You scroll all the way down. Projected record. That's with the wins already and the wins with the projected score on every game already. They have two games not being played for whatever reason. Probably health protocols, I'm sure. Three of them, actually. Projected. <laughs> they have the Hawkeyes finishing 27-1. and <laughs> You want to bet that? <laughs> 27. No, I don't believe this. I, I was just like, you want to count yourself as a legitimate source, and you're saying 27 and yeah, 1? Hold heck? on a second. They also are projecting them to average right around like 99 points a game, 98 points, because there's a bunch of 106, 110s. One, one, what the hell? I'm like, what the Where hell? Where is that? What does Texas look like? <laughs> I'll take a look for you. Clint. Thirty that, and 0, that is baby. interesting. That, yeah, I was. Well, just we already lost to Gonzaga. Oh, that's right. That's right. I need a look. I need to try to find Iowa or uh, Texas on this. Who'd you? Do we have a like opponent? Do you guys? Oh, you guys play Iowa State, right? Yep. So we'll click on Iowa State quick and then go to Texas. Here we go. You guys are projected to go tw- a measly twenty nine and two. Oh. Measly. <laughs> Measly. There's one more loss than us. I do believe, well, I don't think we'll be anywhere like that. Like I said, we already have one loss, but I think we'll be a good team. Like I said, we, old Chris Beard, man, raided the transfer portal. Like I said, Marcus uh, Carr, the number one guard, and a lot of uh, top ten players coming out of there. Yeah. So. Well, you guys only have one loss this year, and that's only to Gonzaga by eight. Yeah. So you haven't really played anyone either, just like, just like um, Iowa hasn't, but yeah, get, it'll all, you'll see what everybody's made of once the conference play kind of kicks off. And yeah, you guys don't have the national player of the year potential though, like we do. So I wonder if those <laughs> Jesus Keegan, baby Keegan, I'm telling you, 
He's aver- Don't be looking at me all sideways over there. I'm telling did we, you. Did, dude averages like 24.9 points a game, nine rebounds a game, two almost two and a half blocks, a steal a game. What else would you like from this man? Uh, I need him to score 100 points. Oh, all right. All right. Put it on the table, Keegan. I wonder if those numbers will change, if those projections, you know, based on the How next few games. So far, yeah. yeah, then they adjust because, yeah, yeah when you're playing slapdicks, like, you're going to look great, you know. You're going to lose one yeah, game. Yeah, it's got to be based. Once, it's got to be based purely yeah. off your scores up to that point. I fucking hope so. Otherwise, this site I'm is like, jacked. wow. Uh, not to mention that Iowa game is at Purdue. So. What, what is that site again? Rotowire. Rotowire. Rotowire.com. I just thought I was looking it up for the. I can't remember what the hell I was clicking on there, and then that came up, and I was like, "Why is it showing scores of the games that haven't happened yet?" Well, folks, hmm. if you want to get your hopes up about the Hawkeyes basketball team, mm-hmm. check out Rotowire.com. Yep. In fact, they don't have them losing their one game until the very last game of the regular season against Illinois. So, go ahead and get you some of that if you want some of that hyper. Oh, we gonna roll through Michigan this year? Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. All right. You know. I like it. Probably Final Four, Natty Champions. I'll take the bet on that. No, <laughs> Already, I'll, I'll do a bet right now and say that uh, Texas finishes deeper in the tournament than Iowa does. That's not really a crazy bet. You I get know. a slam dunk right there. You should. We may not even make it. If you don't, you should just do a shot because you didn't. Yeah, right. No, no kidding. The whole bottle. Yeah. You guys at that point. should be a lot better. That's for sure. Uh, so on Fridays, we you mentioned we are going to do uh, kind of like a pick 'em, and we're going to do um, all ten of the major uh, conference championship games. Um, uh, the losers going to take a double, double, double warm whiskey shot. Second, second, uh, second loser will take one, and the winner gets to sit here and enjoy it. Uh, but we do have two games on Friday. I don't know if you guys want to get those out of the way right now. We can. Just so we can chalk them up and be done with that part, and then we'll save the rest for Friday. Yeah, uh, we can. I had a question I had thought of earlier today, and I wanted to run it by you because I was kind of thinking uh, about it. it myself. Yep. Um, if you had to go see, so don't say your team that you root for, which y'all is yep. Iowa and mine's Texas. Yep. Um. A stadium you'd want to see a college football game in. What is would be your other dream one besides the team that you root for now? Boise State. And why? Oh, you the know field. Why. <clears throat> to see the field. Yeah, okay. I think that'd be badass. That's a good one. Yeah. What about you, Jimmer? Oh, we're not accounting time of year, coldness, any of that. We're just no, pushing. just a game that Let's see. you would want to see. Just because, and, and give me the reason why. For me, it would have to be. This would be hard between like two or three, so I'm gonna narrow. I'll, I'll try to narrow it down to the one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, like I said, they're like my, they're one of my favorite teams, anyways. But I think just being down there in that crazy SEC and here in the fan base and everything like that, I think we looked up the stadium sizes by um, attendance, and they were up there. They weren't quite all the way up there, but they what was they top like five ish, top ten. Yeah. So they're definitely top ten. Yeah. So. I think it'd be a crazy environment down there. I would like to. Uh, do I get to pick the game? Like, I want to see them against like one of their rivals. No, just the stadium you'd want to see. Okay, yeah. That's what about cool. you? West Virginia, West and Virginia. to feel the atmosphere when they sing the "Take Me Home Country Roads" at the end of the game. 
Okay. Okay. All right. I'm also looking up your shitty running back and, and that B. John Robinson missing games and still outrushing him. You mean with a no quarterback, no passing offense? We've already looked at the offense. What, you matter. brought up Just an interesting stat. Straight what was up that rusher. One? Hold on. What was that? Iowa's offense is ranked 120th in the entire country. Okay. Yikes. Yeah, Texas is probably pretty bad, too. Stop. I already I already showed you we'll stats of I'm just saying you first. said Tyler Goodson special. He is. B. John has missed games and still. He is. When you, when you watch. Seriously. And more touchdowns. When you me. watch them. And seriously. Has, and has way more attempts. Are you ready for a conversation or no? Jesus. No, because you're misinformed. If you there. literally watch the games, they stack eight, nine people in the box every time because the quarterback is that lack of respect. They literally st- go in there to stop the run because that's all you really have to do because Spencer Petrus is going to overthrow you every time. Right. Oh. That's all you got to do. So that that's literally legitimately a, what they do. Is he a senior? Who he Petrus? Gone, yeah. No. Unfortunately not. That's part of why Ducey is also leaving is because he's a junior, and I think Padilla is a redshirt sophomore. And then we have a true freshman. Uh, I think his, his last name is Lobos. Labos. He was a four-star also, but he probably won't touch the damn field either. So I didn't watch any of his tape. That's the reason why I don't get, a, like, riding on him. But mm-hmm. yeah, they'll sit there and go the dumb-dumb, like, like we've all so eloquently put it. They'll go between these two. Any uh, new guys coming in? They do have one. They have one coming from, is it New Jersey? Uh, low four-star. And I'm surprised that it may even be trimmed down to three star. So as soon as you go to, as soon as you go to uh, the University of Iowa, no matter what you're at, you've seen this too. They literally drop a star off of them, mm-hmm. like where mm-hmm. they were. Um, I was tell Danny didn't know this by the way. I had to tell him that because there was a safety down in Southeast Polk that is a five star recruit um, that right here in Iowa for safety, and he named his final three. Ohio State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame may be off the board now. This is before all this Brian Kelly. And then Iowa. As soon as Iowa was in his final three. I thought Alabama was on the No, it, they were they were recruiting for him. I'm oh, saying okay. he, he named his final three. Oh, okay. So Alabama was recruiting him also. Like they go after anything with five anyway. Um, as soon as he named that, he's down to four. It's still like the percentage. If you go look at it, no matter what site you look at, it still says like it's basically five. But they take the star off. So. We can't be letting measly Iowa, Iowa State. We can't let them have five stars. Maybe linemen. We'll leave them at the five star then, maybe. So may, hold on, maybe get this. Maybe y'all are recruiting four and five stars, and not as good at developing the kids as we think. <laughs> we're really, stop it, stop it. You were riding what? it. You're okay hold with on. it. We're not flipping. Maybe this. you are getting four. Maybe mother. they're legit. Stop. And you aren't as good at developing these kids as we thought. Good <laughs> Lord. Uh, yeah, that's what I got, gentlemen. Okay. You got anything else you want to get to? No, just a thought. You it, it triggered it when you mentioned Iowa State there. Um, their coach is a hot commodity. I'll yeah. be curious if he gets sought after by one of these big teams I with don't a lot know, of money. I don't know what the team would be, though, because he says they're like, rumor is around his camp there's only one team that is his dream job that he would ever think about leaving this for. And I, and unless you guys heard somewhere through the grapevine, I don't know which team that is. So I everyone's been trying to target him. He, was, he didn't even interview for the head coaching jobs in the NFL. 
you know, and he didn't take that jump. So I don't know unless the one dream one is one of these. Maybe it is Notre Dame. I have no idea, but or Oklahoma. Maybe Oklahoma. it is. Yeah, you know, but I don't know if that's even. I think he takes pride in getting like the three star guys and you know transforming them. You know, I just think that if there's a time for him to leave, it'd be after this season, when uh, like they've got what one of the most experienced teams in college, right? The, a yeah. lot of the guys are going to be leaving. It wasn't as successful as they wanted, but he's still highly sought after. Um, I so think, he could still get some Dallas. I think. You know? I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but I think they have a four-star quarterback backing him up. We'll if see. I remember Tyler telling me right, I thought they I thought they did. I don't know if you know that or not, but. That I don't know. So, I mean, they but their backup running back is pretty damn special too. So, they, we'll see. But you are right. Like what, like what their expectations were when they started the season. And you didn't live anywhere up to him. You lost some close games. I understand that. It was highly competitive. But, yeah. When dollars and cents start coming around, you know, Oklahoma can throw a hell of a lot more money to you than Iowa State can. Yeah. Notre Dame also. I don't think Notre Dame was would be the one. I think, it, if anyone, it would be Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can – I don't know if you can think of another one or not. But the one that I was thinking about was – Wow, you know, maybe Oklahoma wants themselves some Kirk Ferentz. Or Brian Ferentz, take our offense coordinator. That's the one that scares me because I don't think Ferentz, Brian Ferentz is a very good offensive coordinator. No, he's but not. that is his son. Yeah, He's going to ride or die unless someone takes Brian Ferentz off our hands. You know what I mean? And then we're going to be stuck with this trash-ass offensive scheme. Because his trick plays are not very... Tricky? Yeah, they're not very <laughs> tricky. No, not so much. So he's uh, he doesn't draw up plays very well. I don't think. I'm watching some of his stuff. So the Fickle one is the one I'm curious about. Who goes after Luke Fickle, which is Cincinnati's head coach? Yep, um, definitely. I right because the wheels fall off after the quarterback leaves this year in that stud corner, right? Yep, have to. Yep. The thing is, I think they lose their running back too, right? The, the so the running Adam, back. I'm not sure. I thought their running back is a junior, the one that got banged up earlier on this year, but he was pretty damn special. So what a lot of people don't know is like those first couple games after that, and I can't remember which game, as in which one he got banged up and pulled out of. But after that, their offense kind of struggled a little bit, like their continuity. Because I, I can't remember. Oh his yeah, name. he was a Alabama um, um, transfer, back. right? Yeah, yeah. So he was a pretty special player too. So. Uh, Part of their struggles were that also. Like, when you lose a player like that, they still were winning and shit like that. But Luke Fickles uh, is probably the one I would keep my eyes on. If I were if I were Oklahoma, that's the guy I'd be trying to target. Yeah, and we'll see if they, you know, once college football playoff is going, if Oklahoma still doesn't have a coach picked, it may be because he's not going to do anything until that's done. He wants to see it through. And then he bails. What about so. Minnesota's head coach, who has done – he lost a bunch of players this last year. He lost Bateman. Uh, he lost another receiver the year before that. He He's down to a six-string running back, mm-hmm. and and they still went eight and four. And that and that envir- and those uh, players love him. See him going down there. Maybe. I. Anybody else feel like Oklahoma likes names, though, too? They, well, did, yeah. didn't you say Bob Stoops is the one stepping in for the yep. bowl game yeah. mm-hmm. and yep. for the? Yeah, I feel like they they're after the the hot commodity, the name. Yeah. Kingsbury, well, then that's got to be Kingsbury, uh, then, right? Kingsbury, 
Matt Campbell, maybe outside shot. Yeah. Yeah. I, Kellen I th- Moore, maybe. I think they're in trouble. They lost a lot of recruits. They lost a lot of their. Jason Garrett. <laughs> but no. a lot, a lot of people are interested in Kellen Moore. Yeah, just because they've seen the offense and what he can do. Yeah. And it, it and maybe it and will, then maybe it should translate to, well to college. You're actually, you're actually not wrong in this one in any way. So that I know that's what uh, I said it's very it. rare Good for you. It's, <laughs> very, it's very rare. You're welcome. But <laughs> that one, that one to me would be extremely interesting, though. It really I would because. <laughs> I know. I'm like, thank God he finally said something smart. Uh, without without looking like you're just dick riding the Cowboys. But you are right. Uh, Kellen Moore, they may be able to rebound off of and still get those. Because he's a young enough coach, too. Yeah. Might be able to rebound some of the, Not the exact same players, but rebound some of their uh, recruits that way, bringing in their guys. Because they have to redo a whole staff anyway. They We already talked about that. They, I think they're losing like three quarters of their staff. Yeah. Yeah. So that wouldn't be bad, actually. Uh, a young guy with a, a clear-cut philosophy. Offensive mind. Offensive mind. Has made it work in the NFL, so you know it should work in college. Yep. It'd, prob- it'd probably be better With all in due college. respect, you'd probably do a hell of a lot better in college. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. The team would wrap around that whole uh, – wrap around the, the theory of your offense. We'll see. So, yeah. <clears throat> Easy enough. I got something in my throat. What? Uh, put, put it away, Rio. All right, sorry. Put it, put it z- away, Let please. me zip up. <laughs> three gig after uh, dark for all you nasty <laughs> three gigs. We're just going straight into it. No break. <laughs> no break. Let's go. Brought to you tonight. <laughs> uh, so who has the segment tonight? Who's got to make sense if you don't think about that it? That will be me, my friends. All righty. So I didn't know if I was going to tell this one. Because it is, it's kind of nasty. But we have a we have an old coworker that had uh, a lot of a lot of extracurriculars in his life throughout his whole life. And then he got straight. Then he didn't. So either way, we're gonna use his name. We're gonna use it as Pow Pow. Pow Pow. Okay. Does, it, does that sound familiar by any stretch? Don't recall. Don't recall. Okay. So this guy comes in. And he's tell, he likes to tell us all of his stuff. Like, but he's also he was always what's the word? Um, what's the word I'm looking for when he like uh, whenever you'd be talking over there, he'd be thinking you're talking about him. What's the word I'm looking for? The uh, paranoid. Paranoid. Yep. Good job. Par- you're right. I know. I know. <laughs> finally, uh, I know that made you feel good right there. Uh, but extremely paranoid. But he'd also come and tell you all the information so that you could, if you wanted to gossip, you could. You know. So he comes up and he's telling us a story, right? And he's talking about um, his wife. And I guess she told him that (laughs) I'm doing it. Uh, He's like, yeah, my wife came up to me and, you know, I've been trying to stay sober all these years and this, that, and the other and only been drinking every so often. My wife comes up to me and says, God. (laughs) <laughs> you, I wish you'd go back to smoking meth. You used to fuck so much better on crank. No fucking way. Yes. Oh my yes. god. Yes. Yeah, so Kyler, so <laughs> there's two parts oh of this, god. like in my mind, of the make sense if you don't think about it. Number one, 
Why would you ever, as the woman, go and tell somebody anything like that? Especially when they're trying to correct their life and everything. You're supposed to be supporting wife. Right. But number two, why secretly the- she was the drug addict. Yeah, or either that, or she. Oh no, sex addict. She just wanted to get drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. there you go. But then you then you come to work and you share this with people. Oh, yeah, Not I, one w- person. I wouldn't have told a soul. Not no. a goddamn soul, right? That no. would get that. Would, I'd be buried with that one. Yeah, and then I'd be done with her. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> that happened. And now, like I said, that, that was that a would, real story. That exactly, and that wasn't just one person he told that to. He went around and told that himself to multiple people. I'm like, I would have kept that shit to myself. I'm gonna be honest with you. Now I'm gonna tell everybody. So if you haven't told everyone, I'm on it. Yeah, right. I got you. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. this guy Holy went shit. way off the wagon, way future, uh, more around today now. But oh my, oh my goodness, makes, makes sense. sense. If, if you, you don't, don't think, think about, about it. it, holy shit! Fuck a lot better when you're on the crank. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? Are you shitting me right now?" Yeah. No. Yeah. He. She said, "God, you wish I'd get back on it. Fuck so much better when I was on crank." <laughs> get the dick pill? I don't know what yeah. to tell you, dude. Wow. Damn. That's intense. Well, I don't know. Uh, I feel like that should have been the end cap right there. That was, <laughs> damn, holy shit. Well, uh, before we head out, Rio, words of wisdom for everybody. Don't do drugs. Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> um, you know, if we have some younger listeners, uh, get your whole life to work and pay bills, right? And and make money and, and buy the things you want. So, uh, you know, if, if you're in high school or, or a young kid, do the things you want to do and get them done and over with, like travel and, and see the world and, and stuff like that, or play sports or whatever, you know, pursue that dream because you got your whole life ahead of you to, to work and pay bills and, and make money and stuff like that. And To get, so, to get railed by adulthood. Yeah. Enjoy it. I agree yep, with you. So absolutely 100% enjoy because eventually you will have to start forking money out and stuff like that. So just enjoy your life if you're one of our younger listeners. There's never a it's a never ending list of people that are sticking their hands out wanting your money. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. Yep. It just gets bigger and bigger. Yep. It's only so. getting worse. Beautiful words of wisdom. You sound like Will yeah. Smith over there. Yeah. Jesus. Mr. I'm a, I'm a word connoisseur. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you hold on. You follow it up with basically a prayer after I talk about. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fucking, yeah. Fucking on crank. I got to I got to bring everybody back down to earth. <laughs> back down. Talk about a 180. Holy shit. Well, right on. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, make sure you keep doing what you're doing out there. We appreciate the support, sharing everything, liking, uh, listening to the episodes. We have a good time. Try to big you, bring you a different perspective. Where's the podcast available, Jimmer? Everywhere Every that you listen way. to them. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, if you do that thing. Yeah. Uh, YouTube. YouTube's been a little bit down where the cameras are very close to be up and going. So um, other than that, it's everywhere. We're getting rolling. Uh, Facebook. Facebook podcast, too. Yeah, 100%. Well, beautiful. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. This is 3 Gig Sports. We We out. out.